When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, in keeping with the whole week long of what would you do because we're going on now vacation, right? I mean, you got a little vacation time. So what would you do if you had vacation time? Well, we've been doing going all week with top beaches and cheapest places to be and stuff like that. So today, we're going to open up a little bit of amusement parks. A little amusing about some oh, amusement yeah. parks. What do you say, Max? I think it is a phenomenal idea, and I'll also be monitoring the, uh, the social media as well because I put the question out there last night this, slash this morning. So I can't wait to see. So we've got some we've got some good responses. Oh, really? See, yeah. I, I, the Twitter sphere is something that uh, my kids run for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm still trying to figure that yes. one out. You know, it's like Doctor Strange. You know, did you ever see that in the, what's it, the multiverse? Or is it the... Oh, geez, here we well, go. You know, I'm just, I got to get it right. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah, like, yeah. you got Dr. Strange, he's a great surgeon before, he, you yeah. know, all this happens. His hands get all messed up. Then he, he yeah. goes over to Tibet and he finds some, um, you know, amazing place there. And he becomes Dr. Strange. And then, uh, you know, everything's yeah, copacetic. Mystic arts. Yeah, yeah. mystic arts. Mystic arts, yes. Yeah, yep, and then yes, there there is a multiverse, uh, but it's kind of an overarching theme throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe about how everything uh, applies. Um, and uh, yeah, Doctor Strange is uh, the Wizard of, of Mystic Arts. So <laughs> I like the cloak thing, man. You know, he like yeah, grabs them. Um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it it has a it has a mind of its own. <laughs> yeah, the cloak acts in the best interest of him while still keeping itself preserved it, it's amazing it's amazing <laughs> the cloak an ai visibility no, no it's not no, an invisible no. cloak. oh jeez no that, that's harry potter harry that's potter. Harry oh, potter. Harry potter. oh okay, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. never mind does he have a lightsaber we're, too we're good. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's a wookie oh, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Harry Potter's a Wookiee. Yeah. Anyway, what was the topic? Wasn't it? The top, yeah. It, you know, <laughs> hey, the squirrels, the squirrels are running. They're running early here. Let me tell you. All right. So we all got our amusement park favorites, right? Where, where, let's start off with Wesley because I, I inadvertently forgot one of Wesley's. Inadvertently. Oh yeah. And what did I say? Oh, Multivertly or something? No, I just, yeah, I was just laughing like, oh. inadvertently. Yeah, sure. Inadvertently, sure okay. it was inadvertent. Yeah, <laughs> I no, stop it. I would never do that. I know. You know, so Wesley's going to kick off with his third most favorite amusement park. 
What would it be there, Wes? Oh, you got to look up on your phone. No, Come on, actually, man. Missy just texted me, so oh. I'm so I saw Missy's name pop up. So I was like, I got to check this, make sure we're all good. Um, we'll have to ask number, Missy her favorite. Uh, you chat. know it. Number okay. three for me, gentlemen, in the sweetest place on earth, Hershey, Pennsylvania, Ooh. Hershey Park. Ooh. Uh, it's a it's How a did I miss it's a that? it's a fantastic amusement yeah. park. It's near and dear to my heart for a lot of nostalgic reasons. My grandpa used to take us there every summer when we were kids. And it's also as a roller coaster junkie, Max was funny enough talking we were talking about the Hulk ride yesterday right. and how it's one yeah. of the rides where your feet dangle and all that. Hershey, mm-hmm. you know, that for for the kids nowadays, that's normal. You see those all over the place, but that wasn't really a thing until 15, 20 years ago where you started seeing that regularly. First roller coaster, the bear at Hershey Park that I ever rode with my my legs dangling uh, was there as well, too. So a lot of nostalgia around Hershey Park. Love that place. Um, so number three for me, man, Hershey Park. A great choice. What Man, that's a, that's I can't, a really good one. You know, I totally Go forgot. Go to Chocolate World when you're yeah. done and you oh, get the yeah. best milkshake you could ever have. The fresh Reese's, the, the, the fresh Hershey's. Lodge. I've never stayed at the Hershey Lodge. Oh, that was no. pretty cool. My, grandparent, my grandparents live like 50 minutes from there. So we ah. used to always just, you know, we would never stay because we were so close. Yeah. Excellent choice. How about you, Max? You know, I'm going to go number three, Dollywood, man. Dollywood, Dollywood is absolutely phenomenal. They have so many coasters and, and I mean, just whatever you're looking for thrill-wise, thrill Dollywood has it. Um, it, it, it is a roller coaster themed park. I mean, the food's amazing as well. I mean, listen, if it could be fried or slathered or covered in butter, they do it. Um, right. And, and, and you, and you know, what was funny was, so we went, um, with some of our friends, um, and we did like a family vacation like two years ago there. And I, we were actually blessed that the day we went to the park, Dolly Parton came by. No, and they had like no way. With Do- yeah, so my wife, she was my wife, nine to five, cried. I mean, yeah, she, yeah, she was working nine to five. I mean, it was the kids were in awe. I mean, Dolly came out in this carriage. It was, it was really so. It was awesome that the one day we did come, and they said that she hadn't been for like the last couple of months, wasn't feeling well, and uh, and that day she made it out, and it was amazing. It was magical, and it made the Dollywood experience comp- that much better. The roller coasters were already fantastic. I mean, they have wooden roller coasters, steel roller coasters, right? I mean, you know, all the things. There's one called the Eagle. I mean, it was it was everything you could possibly want. Fun for all ages, um, and it was it was a really good time. So that that is number three on my list. Oh man, excellent. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the obvious Homer choice. I'm going Kennywood. It's a good call. I gotta say Kennywood because yeah. you know what? I got. Um, all my kids, all my grandkids have been to Kennywood, and it's always a special time when the Wolfley clan goes there, and uh, Grandpa Wolfley rides his favorite ride, which is the Potato Patch, baby. <laughs> there and, we go. Yeah. Exactly. And, and they always have those giant chocolate chip cookies, too. Mm-hmm. I love those. You know, mm-hmm. they're like as big as wagon wheels, man. I like that. So yeah. I would go, I got to go Kennywood, and, uh, uh, and, I, and I do so proudly. As a Kenny Woodian. <laughs> it's a great call. It's a great call. Yeah. All right, now one. number two. Number two, in honor of our guy. Max Starks, Florida Gators. It's Universal Orlando. Right. In the land where Max is from. The roller coasters are great. The pop culture is great. The weather is great. Everything is great. Yeah. yeah. I love Universal in Orlando. That's number two for me. Yeah, that works. I love it. That's yeah. a great place. Yeah. How about you, Max? 
Yeah, I'm I'm gonna piggyback off of uh, Wesley, and but I'm gonna I'm gonna make it even more specific because I know Wes. You know this this is where the uh, the the nuanced and Orlando native comes out in me. Okay, it is the Islands of Adventure theme park that you're referring Ooh. to. Ooh, so Florida Gators. There we go. <laughs> so there's three parks at Universal. So you have obviously the original you know, Universal Studios. Right. Um, then you have Islands of Adventure, and then you have um, Cabana Bay, uh, which is the uh, Cabana the Bay. Park. That sounds like me, baby. Cabana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great water park over there, too. Um, and so, because they bought out, like, Wet and Wild. And okay. Then they, t- they took the land, and then they, boom, made a water park over there. So that's the one. Mm. But Islands of Adventure, man, um, there there is a certain roller coaster. And we, I know we've talked about the Hulk is awesome, but they changed it a little bit to make it more palatable for more people because people were getting sick on it. Um, but right. the original was the best. I mean, it, sh- it shot you straight up in the air Ooh. like in a cannon. Um, and it was just a fast thrill ride the entire time. Uh, the Velocicoaster, the Jurassic Park Velocicoaster might be... Oh, yeah. hang, hang on to your coasters. The best. Hang, hang on to your yeah. coaster because we're going we're we're to get... Uh, we're going to get into the coasters too. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Just all right. But but right now. So so so, th- so that's the reason that I love that park even more than it was. I mean, it has a lot of parallels to Disney. Um, like they have a they have a they have a Kong ride that's very similar to the Indiana Jones ride that's at Disney. Right. Like there's all these different type of elements, and uh, you know they're competing with Disney, right, to to make their own standalone space. You know, less than twenty miles away from each other. And uh, so I, I I do love Universal Islands of Adventure. Still one of my favorite parks to go to. Beautiful. Okay, my number two. I'm and again I'm very nostalgic and all this stuff because I'm an old guy. You guys are still young, right? I'm an old guy. I think yeah. of my childhood, and it was, oh, I know it was Crystal Beach, Crystal Beach up in Buffalo, yep. and that was it was you know there, there you got this park right at the edge of the beach, and you just go from the park to the beach. So you got swimming, you got you got the park. There was uh, the Comet. You know, you you look over, as you get up there, you can see into Canada and stuff like that. And then, you know, look back into America because it's really close. You know, it's all around. And, then, you know, it was just a lot of fun. And it was, you know, your youth. You know, as we, you, I'm, I was with the, all the Utes. The Utes. <laughs> all the Utes. The Utes. The Utes. So that would be my number two. It doesn't exist anymore, by the way. Crystal Beach is kerflunk. It's out. But <laughs> it's number two on my list. Okay. I like it. I like so it. So we like got it. now we lead with the number ones. I got a feeling we, we might be uh, similar. Maybe. Might all have the same. What do you got? Wes? This is the I mean this is this was easy for me. This took no 2 and 3 took some time to think about, but yeah. number 1 was without a doubt the roller coaster capital of the world, baby. Cedar the only good thing about ah. Ohio. <laughs> Cedar <Yeah>. Point. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Cedar Point. I, I again like guys, it. like I am a roller coaster guy. Are All you? the other stuff is cool, don't get me wrong, but when I'm going to the amusement park, I'm going for the coasters. And I have not been anywhere in my life that has better roller coasters than Cedar Point. See, I went through a phase where I was, uh, you know, a coaster freak, and then again there came the uh the mortality rate got to me. Oh, like, going, you know what? You know, at some point uh, what if you fly oh, out God. of this coaster? <laughs> You know, oh my it gets too high. Where are you That's at, Max? Hilarious. What do you got, number one? So, because I, I, I am, the, I am the one guy in here that has never been to Cedar Point. Okay, I cannot confirm nor deny, but I've only heard of the legend that is Cedar Point. Okay, uh, I'm very disappointed that you know I lived that close 
for so long and never got the you know opportunity to go there. My wife talked about it. We were supposed to plan a trip there. We didn't make it there. Um, my buddies talked about it. They went. I mean, Trey, Trey goodness, has been there a million times. So, yeah, and, they, and they did like trips and stuff. I was like, why would y'all plan a trip when I'm out of town? I was yeah. like, why would you plan a right. trip out when I'm out of town, knowing that I want to go? So my number one in this is, is a little bit different. Um, so I'm from Orlando. Right. Nothing says a nostalgic amusement park experience more than Disney. They are the gold standard. Yeah. Right, right. And, you know, being a kid that grew up everything Disney. I mean, Disney came to Orlando in 1972. And 10 years later, I'm born. So I have... You were born in my third year in the league? Holy cow. Correct, <laughs> yes. Correct. Jeepers. I know. Yeah, I know. That, that just put the mortality on it, didn't it? Didn't oh, it, it did. So, it wow. really did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, like every family that came from out of town to visit, when I say every. <laughs> right. I had to go to Disney. Mm, okay. And it was like, uh, you know, after at the beginning, it's like, well, you know, hey, Max, you're complaining. You had to go to Disney. No, 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 no. When you have like five sets of family come in like one summer, right? And and you've had to go to Disney five times in the summer, like that that's 90, 95 degree heat, almost a hundred percent humidity, right? Right. Whole lot, whole lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Whole lot of people because everybody's on vacation. Long whole lines. Whole lot of walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is before magic passes and fast passes and all these other passes and. It, it, you you had to sit in line. There's a reason why they have all them chain link fence uh, and and ropes and all that stuff. I can say that I have literally been to Disney like World property mm-hmm. a thousand times. Okay, I mean properties. Now I'm not saying I've been to Disney you know Disney World a thousand times or Magic Kingdom more specifically. And then there's five parks inside of there. And actually, funny enough, I just got to Animal Kingdom last year. So see, I still uh, haven't seen so Animal I can now Kingdom. All of them, yeah. Animal Kingdom, it, it, it's cool. There's there's like maybe three rides that I would that I would go. So it's not a whole day thing necessarily. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you could knock it out and get the Avatar ride, which is awesome, and uh, the Everest ride, and uh, the Everest ride the looks interesting. One. I always like Yetis. You know, you just yeah. You know, you, you don't see your average Yeti rolling rolling around down in Florida. You know, you got to go out to the West Coast no. usually for that. Although they do yeah. have like the, uh, what they call them in Florida? They, there's another name for them. Um, oh. Swamp thing? It's a, <laughs> probably something like that. They got they got something, uh, some other name. Uh, yeah. That bog monster? Yeah, the, the boggy creek critter yeah. or something. I don't know. Regardless. Yeah, I can't remember the name. Of it. But yeah, but no, I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Disney World as my number one. And that is, and here's the thing. I will say, I will put an honorable mention already out there. Uh, I was struggling between uh, Disneyland Paris because we went there last year for the first time. Nice. Gay Paris. Humble brag. And there will be something making an appearance when we get in the, in the coaster section to, to, to bring in because I think it was the best of this one. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave the tease right there. Okay. All right. I'm going to stick with my theme of nostalgia. And about an hour from Buffalo, New York, uh, going east – would be Darien Lake, which is another, you know, amu- small amusement park, but one that is, you know, kind of registered in McGord, you know, with uh, fi- fun times 
as a youth, as a youth, as a youth, as a youth, you know. And so, yeah, just sticking with that nostalgic thing. Can't you know? Darien Lake was a really nice place to go. You know, wasn't there wasn't anything okay. really special about it other than the fact, uh, you know, you, they had a couple big coasters there though. And a couple, yeah. There's I mean, a concert venue there too, isn't there? Did, like yes. right on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Never got to the concert though. You know, just strictly riding. So that, those riding, would be my well, riding and eating, riding and eating, <laughs> riding and eating. <laughs> Funnel cake. Oh. Was there a signature? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, was there a signature thing there that you liked at Darien Lake? Yeah, everything. <laughs> Okay, yeah, there we go. Burritos, like the left side of the tacos. menu. <laughs> next, next week, we might have to do a top three foods that give you, like, vacation vibes oh, or something like man, that. man, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Vacation, food and, food, and, food, and drinks. You know what? Um, let's see. We got just a little bit of time for Missy comes up. The, the, you know what? Give me your favorite coaster. You know, I've never ridden. I've not ridden the best one. Oh, you want to do this I now? Just, well, should we? Oh wow, we, we don't have enough time for that. Okay. I mean, we have to do that after Missy. You know, I mean, after, after Missy, Missy. Yeah. We, we don't want yeah, to rush. Yeah, that. you're talking to two roller coaster nuts. So See, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm done with it. Okay, I'm done with it. But I got one that is supposed to be a monster one, and see if you guys have written it. Okay, so you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a break. We'll come back with Missy Matthews. We're gonna ask her about her coaster. You know, her coaster experience and any amusement park that pops in her mind and. What the storylines are coming out of the Mike Tomlin press conference yesterday. All this and more in just a minute. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, back inside the locker room. You know when you hear the bounce, you know that could only be one individual. My compadre, my my Kennywood twin, right? I mean, that is that is it. We're talking roller coasters. Why not bring in the twinsies uh, to talk about it? It is the one, the only Missy Matthews. Uh, Missy, how are you today? I'm great, guys, minus, you know, the fact that we're not talking about going to Baltimore this weekend. But um, glad to be with you. Yes. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it is it is pretty, pretty, you know, somber. I would say would probably be the best description. Wolf, do you think somber is a good word to use? Somber, yeah. There's a little bit of somberness. You know, I uh, yeah. thought uh, Mike Tomlin. It was a, it was interesting that press conference yesterday. There was some things that uh, he was more open than I think I've heard him in quite quite some time, and it was interesting. And I thought it was nice the way he went started with humor about being being a little better mood for contract talk. <laughs> Yeah, there were there were a lot of good little nuggets, I think. Um, and I just think that there were really big questions that, you know, he had to give some substance to or it would have just left more question marks and speculation, which I feel like has been very rampant towards the end of this season, especially going on that three-game losing streak. Obviously, right. he turned it around. But, um, you know, you don't want to be one and done in the playoffs. And there's still guys like T.J. Watt who don't have a playoff victory yet under their belt. Right. No question. No. Before we begin, yeah, can I ask this, Max? We got to go. Yeah, yeah, Missy, absolutely. Give me your top top amusement park. All right, we're we're just kind of like 
laying it out there with it, since we're all kind of like heading towards va- not vacation, but you know, <laughs> what we're, we're not working anymore. So if you could, where would you take your kids for, you know, a, an amusement park day? Ooh, I mean, I do love Kennywood. That's the yinzer in me. Right, that's true. Um, good move. But I do, I do like Universal. They have some good roller coasters there. Mm. Um, and there my kids go. are like just tall enough to start getting into them, so I okay. can't, I can't pull that trigger just yet. We need the, them to get a little taller and older. Well, you know, the one thing about Kennywood, Max, I think you, you, you probably agree with me. You know, they got the wooden coaster, the Jackrabbit. You always oh, got to yeah. make the fat guy sit on the outside because they always make the right-hand turns. And so then you don't want some fat guy, like, compressing you, you know. So I, I always had to <laughs> yeah. sit to the outside. You know, it was just like, okay, Craig, you yeah. get over there. Oh, well, okay. And then, I'll, you know, yeah, exactly. then you, you're save on the, the outside. On the, yeah, save the ribs. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Things oh, you never have to worry dip. about, Missy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, Missy, um, you know, as we kind of, you know, start to put the bow on this year, just kind of, I guess, give me your kind of your thoughts and observations, you know, to kind of, kind of put, put, put everything into perspective, you know, a la Mike Tomlin asked, but of course, from your perspective, we had, we have a very unique perspective and vantage point throughout the season. We're right there on the sidelines. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're allowed to kind of see things in a different light. The things that, you know, when we have to report, we're watching the game through a different lens than the average fan and even a little bit different than Wolf and Billy um, just from our physical location. So just kind of some of your thoughts about the season, highlights, you know, um, that that you remember that are fun that's going to make you remember the 2023 season. Yeah, you know, I I would say it's not like the 2019 season where you're like, holy crap, like they almost made the playoffs, Ben went down in the second game. Um, It did not feel like that, but I will say it had the uniqueness to it where it felt like everything came together this summer and at training camp, and then it just felt like, man, they're, they're underachieving to what we saw and what we thought and what they thought and what we heard. Um, and then you go through just the insane rash of injuries to the yeah. middle of the defense, which I know you can't make excuses, but that the middle of the defense was just ravished. Uh, you know, it was, it was wild. And then you start thinking, wow, this losing streak to teams that had bad records, whether I know everybody can win at any point, but you just really dig yourself into this hole and you're just scratching your head. Like, how, how did we get here? How did this happen? Like, did something happen during one of the rain delays that we didn't know about? Like, like where is this team? Um, and then you see them get gritty and come together as a team and maybe have some aha moments. I'm sure there was a lot behind the scenes that we don't even know about that either brought them together or got guys on the up and, you know, straight, got them straight up and ready to go. And then you just, I don't want to say you felt like they were overachieving, but they just clicked and it just, I think it's, you know, we're biased in a sense, but at the same time, you're almost like proud of them. Like a, like a mom or dad, like, look at, look at our little ones. Like they're figuring it out, you know, like they're getting it together and it's working and you could just see um, the excitement and happiness that was growing among them as a team and knowing it was almost, it was so weird. You know, there's been countless times where, 
the Steelers needed to win and needed other things to happen to get into the playoffs. For whatever reason, this time I was kind of like, yeah, it's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen, right? Like, I don't know. I just normally I'm like, oh, there's no way this is going to happen. But this one, you just felt like something was going to go their way. They deserved it after what happened. Um, and unfortunately, you get to Buffalo. It's a moved game. Nothing new for the Steelers, unfortunately. And it was it was disappointing, to say the least. And you could yeah. feel it on all of their faces. And it just you almost like wanted to help them start digging the snow and digging out of the hole. Um, to get them where you knew they could be and should be, but mistakes and turnovers and things are going to kill you when you're playing Josh Allen. A crazy atmosphere in general in Buffalo, let alone with snow um, <laughs> as their seats. So I don't know. I think maybe it's one that we'll look back and say, I think especially for the offense, like some guys had to grow up and they chose to grow up, which is good. And it helped almost bring them together in a weird way, because I feel like the defense, they have the older veterans the the, you know, the guys that, you know, will keep that group in tow. But we also saw some youngins, the Nate, Nick Herb, excuse me, mm -hmm. uh, Keanu Benton's of the world, you know, kind of make their mark. Joey Porter Jr. I know everybody expects greatness from him, but to see it happen, to have to claw his way into the starting job. Um, that was pretty cool, and he was able to hold on to it and make, you know, significant strides, and you just think, okay, like, I want training camp to happen next week. Like, I want to start the process over again. <laughs> you know, the thing about it is it's, it's – every season ends with a thud. It really does. I mean, it's just mm – -hmm. even when you they go to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, it's just like, boom, it's done, and you're like, wow. It just – you've been on this rush – for six, seven months, and all of a sudden it's like shuts down. Then, you know, you go to the the, the, the wrap-up season press conference, and then storylines start popping out like crazy, you know, after Mike's final press conference. And what do you think some of the big storylines that emerged yesterday after Mike's press conference? I think um, just more detail on what they want the new OC to bring to mm -hmm. Pittsburgh and the fact that they're looking outside, that that's the guys that they're lining up um, to try to figure out who would be the best fit for what they want and what the other person is offering in terms of what they would do as the Steelers offensive coordinator. And I think um, coach T was just very upfront and blunt about Mason and what he was able to do and how much the Steelers want him back. I mean, he's a free agent. Um, and I just think that he really, if Mike T says something, you know, there's weight to it. And yep. he we want him back. They understand that other teams can go after him and offer him money and whatnot. But I think they're probably, I'm sure during his exit interview, it was, you know, communicated very clearly that they want him to stay here um, and that there's going to be competition at the quarterback position. And I think that we would all agree that that makes sense. Um, after what we saw and experienced, and what they put on tape, you, you have to go that route. So I think those were the two big things. Um, and then I think on the flip side, maybe the not-so-great things, DeMarvin Leal and Presley Harvin, I think those were kind of like I'm putting you on notice type messages that he sent mm -hmm. to those guys. Yeah, no, that was a, a very, very stark and very blunt. Uh, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, Very Max right. Stark. Right. Oh, sorry. I couldn't help it. It's a little hanging. Yeah, play on words. Yes. <laughs> the plurality of it all makes it makes it even more so. Man. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, 
I, I, but I also thought it was interesting, Missy, kind of Mike T kind of coming to the point where like, yeah, I'm coming back. Like, like avoid those rumors and everything else you've heard from all of the major media outlets. Like, I will be coaching here in 2024. Um, I thought that was also another big one that because that 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 rumor had been floating around and started gaining traction. Bigger names started talking about it, if you know what I mean, Missy. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know, he kind of just put it put it aside. I mean, what, what, were you ever like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if Mike T is going to come back. Were you ever in in, no. in, in, in that thought process? Exactly. And, and no, it just, it I mean, me the people that felt that way. <laughs> I, I just do not know a single person who lives and breathes football like that man does. Um, and just how much he enjoys every part of the process, you know, like. He is full go. Like, like you said, it turns his stomach. He has to go to Mobile for the Senior Bowl, but we all know he's gonna. They're gonna have him on camera because he's gonna be on the field, all up in people's drills, getting to know guys and seeing what they can do. Um, he just, I don't know. I never kind of bought into that or even, you know, let it cross my mind that that could be a possibility. The whole like gap year thing, I thought was, I kind of laughed when I heard that, and the whole thing like his wife loves L.A. I can confirm she does not love L.A. So I think, you know, it was just like, I don't know. It was almost comical in a way, but then you're also, you know, from the inside-outside perspective, you're like, this has to be affecting some players maybe. Um, You can't completely turn it out. You guys turn it off. You guys would know better than me, but I just feel like in this age of social media, ESPN and, you know, the sports channels being 24-7, how are you completely oblivious to things people are saying about your head coach? Um, so I'm glad that he very firmly set the record straight. I saw that Jerry Dulac had tweeted that Mr. Rooney also told him that they want to sign him to an extension. So, you know, let's just everybody out there stop talking about it. It's going to happen. Um, and I'm glad it's going to happen. I don't. I'm sure you guys kind of feel the same way. Yeah, I thought there were some allusions in the uh, allusions to the fact that you know Mike wanted to stop talking about it. It had to do with like your free agents. You know, you bring in a couple of free agents. They want to know uh, security wise the head coach is mm-hmm. going to be you know part of this. And I thought one of the greatest endorsements was T.J. Watt saying that was part of my contract yes. talks. Right. I mean. It- if that does not tell you what the locker room feels or what he means to this organization, the team, the coaches, players, staff, I, I don't know what else does. I mean, that was not like there was no read between the lines. It was literally like when I signed my massive long contract, part of the discussion was about him being the coach. That's that's serious, man. I mean, I, I just thought that was so cool because, you know, I never even thought about that. You know, I mean, we, we, you're going to sign this big contract. And then, no, I want to know, is is Mike going to be here? Because that's the guy I want to play for. Man, I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty substantial. Yeah, and I think, you know, even his brother, JJ, he does a lot of media now that he is retired. And he has even said, like, the way that TJ explains what meetings are like with him and how he goes about his football life, like I wish that I experienced that because that was not JJ's experience. Um, well, tell him to come out of retirement. Coaches. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure pursue. people would love that, but <laughs> yeah. that can be arranged, JJ. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 
Listen, the other brothers have. Why not just complete the entire trio? There you go. You know, the yeah, get the the black and gold. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Why not? Um, (laughs) You, you, um, but you know, Missy, one of the things that I'm, uh, I'm kind of, you know, excited about um, going into this off season, like you said, the OC search is going to be one that I'm going to be very intrigued by. Um, because, you know, the options that are out there, um, the very different ways that you can transform this offense, it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, the stylistic way they go about it. Um, because I think you saw some things that you want to build on from this past year. Um, you know, that run game was just absolutely great when it was on. And when yeah. it was consistent, it was, I mean, it was devastating. I mean, you, you just think about the last three games of the season, uh, of the regular season. Um, that That's how you want to run football, right? You want to average over 160 yards rushing, and you want to just pummel teams into the ground. And that's kind of a Steeler type of way. Um, mm-hmm. But when you look at today's modern NFL, there is, it's a lot more passing than it is running. I mean, for all intents and purposes, I mean, you you find very few teams that are like, this is what we're doing, and this is what we're going to do great. I mean, we looked at kind of the, kind of the run that Tennessee had with Derrick Henry and how they were just all in old school style, right? Um, mm-hmm. Then you see like San Francisco, you know, where they just have a dynamic back. They know how to block. They have a good rock solid offensive line. Uh, Baltimore, for all intents and purposes, still a a, a run a run first team. They do it in a different way than, than the traditional way because of the mobility that Lamar Jackson has. So I wonder, you know, when the new OC is that explained, hey, listen, we got two dynamic backs. They need to have the ball in their hands and it doesn't need to be passed to them necessarily. Mm-hmm. So your offense needs to include a big dose of that. So I, I'm really excited to see some of the OC stuff. Have you heard of any any names emerging or whispers of anything as of right now, as far as who they're kind of bringing in for that, for the OC conversation? I haven't. Don't think I have not tried to hear who some <laughs> of those names possibly could be. I'm, I'm yes. just, this is, you know, I'm not saying this is like changing a head coach, but this is a huge deal. And yeah. I think that just based off of where they are in terms of the offense and just so many questions, I did think, um, you know, I love the question. I think it was Jeff Hathorn who asked him, you know, what are you looking for in your next OC? And he gave the obviously keeping defenses unbalanced, dynamic scoring points. But the one prong that I loved and I think all hits home for everybody is that he wants them to utilize all of their eligibles that are at their disposal. And that is something that we certainly did not see consistently it can't be pat fryermuth has one big game against the Bengals, and then he has like two catches the rest of the way right. um and i i just think that that's super important given that you do have fryermuth which maybe this is you know contract extension for him he'll be a free agent after next season it's crazy that him and Najee are going into year four um but you know you have deontay you have george pickens there's just there's guys and the two running backs that you mentioned. So how do you get that to all come together and make it look a la San Francisco where you have all these crazy eligibles and they're all part of each game? Absolutely. I, it's, I don't know. 
You know, there was a lot of things that came out of that press conference yesterday, and you kind of like mulling them over, kind of roll around the pelt there trying to get an idea of where they're all going with this thing. And I, I think that, again, the number one thing that was answered, my last question for you really is is real simple. How much do you think uh, – how much weight do you put on the fact that Mason could will be re-signed? I mean, the thought of him not going elsewhere is kind of like – I, I can't, but then at the same time, you think, man, he really, really showed what he was capable of doing. Yeah, I think, you know, if it is very clear, which, I mean, he stated it publicly yesterday, so I don't know if that's not clear enough, but I'm sure in intimate conversations, he needs to hear this too, is that it is a legit competition. Because I think right. when they signed Mitch in free agency, they draft Kenny in the first round. Um, it sounded like it was going to be a legitimate competition. And, I, you know, it didn't really shake out necessarily that way. And I understand there was a pecking order, um, but that's not kind of how it went. And I think, I don't know, you know, you would, I think we would all be happy for Mason if he went somewhere and got a big contract. Um, but at the same time, just think about how patient and persistent Mason has been his entire oh, career. No. He went out last year, did not get enough offers to make something come to fruition, and then when asked, came back to Pittsburgh and knew that there was no question he was the number three. Um, and I'm sure everyone could say, well, you know, it was a million dollars and, like, he loved football. Why wouldn't he? It's like, do you know how hard that is to know that you're not really that close to getting into a game barring yeah. something crazy, you know, being yeah. the emergency quarterback, like, you know, how many things have to happen for that guy to touch the field. Yeah. Um, and I just think that being able to have the chance. And I think that's what coach reiterated yesterday. What was so impressive to him was that it's not that Mason was ready. It was that how he was ready, given his circumstances of not having reps and, having to do the mental gymnastics of keeping yourself sane, but also knowing the offense and knowing the players and having these relationships. So um, I don't know. I would love for him to come back um, and there be a competition and just for him, you know, to be appreciated for what he did at the end of the season for the whole team. You know, the one thing I'll say about Mason in another world, that dude, he would be a Navy SEAL. I mean, you can't break him. I, I yeah. just I got so much respect for him. You can he he would be he, he would be a Navy SEAL. That's for sure. Well, I think you know when you have the Marquis Pounceys of the world, uh, you know, rooting for him and still in his corner, and Al still really good friends with him. I think that tells you a lot about what kind of person and player he is. Good point by you. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Missy. We have kept you long enough. We appreciate it as always. Um, I am I, I am very happy that we got to spend another year together. Um, you know, just just moving along the sidelines and finding the stories, <laughs> and of course, bonding over our shared misery at certain points with the weather conditions <laughs> as we did. But I we made empathy. it through the end of the season. I had empathy for you both. I understood. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> We I didn't mean, feel it, Wolf. There was we some, did not feel it. There, there was bad weather, but we saw some great concerts. We had some good snacks. So I'm going to think about the good things, Max. I'm going to remember those you know fondly <laughs> as we we go into the off season, where you're just like, man, I want to go to a football game this weekend. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, and you know we are, and, and and once again, I thought this was awesome that we now get to include you on the show and that you could come on every Friday. Hopefully, you'll come on next Friday, or unless you're unless you're busy. 
I'm, putting I'm you on the probably spot. available. It's it's real open now. It's kind of sad. That's what <laughs> my husband just booked a trip actually to Buffalo. He's like, well, now you can take one of the boys to that hockey comp, that hockey tournament. I'm like, all right, here oh, we go. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, please here don't stay go. at the Hyatt. Don't stay at the Hyatt. Yeah. Those, those kids are crazy. <laughs> but there's always lunch at Bada Bing, right? <laughs> there's right. All, yeah, there's That's always right. lunch like, at hey, Bada guys, Bing. When in doubt. I know some places. I can be the tour guide. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Missy. Please enjoy the rest of your day and, of course, this weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Uh, That was Missy Matthews. Uh, I I still – I struggle with the title because Missy does everything. Right. I mean, she's she's an anchor. She's a reporter. She's a sideline reporter. um, And she's the mom of the broadcast booth. (laughs) She 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 is she, she is the mom of the broadcast crew. I mean, snacks included, you know, uncrustables to fruit chews and everything in between. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but no, Missy's awesome. So we really appreciate her coming on the show. We're gonna step aside. We'll be back with more inside the locker room here on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Here you go. The oldest amusement park in the world. It's the Bakken. Otherwise, that's translated the hill. It was built in 1583. It's north of Copenhagen in Klampenburg. Krampenborg, Denmark. How about that? Ah, Zidane's. Zidane's. Oh, yes, we have 1583. I mean, what do you got an amusement park in 1583? What, ride the dragon? You know, you could probably got a dragon there or yeah, something. Exactly. Right? Nothing wrong with that. Or a little jousting, you know, <laughs> right. jousting going I, on. Oh, my God. I would love a jousting, right? Like, listen, yes, we're going to put on this suit of armor, y'all, and then, you, then we're going to take this pole, Yo. you're going to ram it in the chest of the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> get the coconuts yeah. like a Monty Python, you know, they get the, the coconuts, yeah. the, the horse yeah. hoof beats. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh 1583, yeah. think about that. It's a long time ago. That is a yeah. long time ago. And to have an amusement park? What rides? What else happened in the world in 1583? <laughs> the plague. Exactly. Hey, yeah, hey yeah. look, here we got a fun house. You got to run through the, with all these people got the, the black plague, right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, zombie run. The original zombie run. <laughs> the, zombie run. the apocalypse, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I, I saw that. I'm trying to think, what kind of rides would you have in 1583? You know, big deal. You ride a horse. You know, or what? In a circle? They ride horses everywhere. You know? Yeah, that's how you got to the park. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm going to park my horse outside and then walk inside and ride another horse? <laughs> yeah. To mimic the experience of riding a horse. Yeah, that no, that's not going to work. I would imagine yeah. that there's a castle there. Okay, so you got a castle. Maybe you got some sword Ooh, fighting going on. Everybody, everybody has a castle out there back then. <laughs> back then. All right, other no- other notable historical events from 1583. There's okay. not many, but there's right. a couple. Uh, Gregory conquers Julius Caesar. That's a pretty pretty notable one. Oh, you yeah. know, you talk about like like guys that. All right, that's when Caesar had to become name. a salad instead but, of a conqueror. 
Think about that, Gregory. Yes. All right, Gregory. Gregory, big, big dude, Gregory, uh, man. Also, the first person to ever get a life insurance policy, William Gibbons in London on June 18th, 1583. First person to have a life insurance policy. Huh. There oh, you go. That was an idea ahead yeah. of its time. That is, yes, yes. I wonder if, uh, I wonder how much they oh. paid off. It doesn't uh, say. It does. It's 383 pounds. 383 pounds. What would that be worth today? A lot of money. A lot of money. Uh, One last one here. Uh, Humphrey Gilbert claims Newfoundland for the British crown, the first English colony in North America in the beginning of the British Empire. That was August 5th, 1583. I always wondered. Yeah, Newfoundland, but why didn't they call it newly found land? See, that would have been. Why use many word when less word do trick? (laughs) I was just thinking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we, we found this island out here. We call it uh, Newly Found Land. <laughs> He's like, hey, how about we drop the Lee? Uh, yeah. Just Newfoundland. 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 All right. That's right. We found it, even though it was still here already. But we found it. <laughs> we didn't right. know it existed till we saw it. Exactly so. All right. Oh, well, we how about break. this? I think hold we got to go break because we got one. Jerry. Okay, you got a quick one? Yeah. Quick one. Quick okay. one. Okay. Did you know that in 1583, in October... 11 days were removed, or 10 days were removed from the calendar in October. So there were 10 less days in October back in 1583. You're kidding me. They just locked off 10 days? October's getting screwed. So, so yeah, so it 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 was to switch over the calendars to the Gregorian calendar, right? So the vernal equinox from March 11th, uh, they brought to bring it back to March 21st. The church had chosen October to avoid skipping any major Christian festivals. So they cut off 10 days in October to save March. All right. So the Gregorian calendar, was that started by Gregory? The guy that whooped uh, uh, Julius Caesar? Probably. I believe so. I believe so. Okay. That's, yeah, I believe that's, that was it. That's it was, oh, yeah. That's right. Because it was the, the Gregorian well, calendar. Because it, because it was the Julian calendar before that. Ah. And that was, so, so if you yeah, rule the so world, the you just get to name the calendar. I, like, well, if I would have ruled the world, the, West, yeah. the Wesleyan calendar, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, hey, why not? Let's go see. The go conquer calendar. something and then the change it. calendar. Because it was a Roman Republican calendar before Julius Caesar. So then, well, I'll tell you what Caesar, I'd do. Yeah. I'd lop 10 days off of January. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey. you know it. January is a great month. It oh. is a great month, sir. <laughs> Legends are born in January. Who was? Max Starks, Florida Gators. <laughs> right. Don't well, forget that. Yeah, exactly. Especially him. Okay. But my mug in front of me says legends are born in January. My friend sent it for my birthday gift. Okay, so there I'm you just, go. I'm just reading it. All right. We'll, we'll make sure not to lop off your birth date, okay? Because my, yeah, bride, yeah. my bride was that, born in January, fine. too. But, you know. See? Exactly. You, you, were, you, were, you were ready to cause just mass destruction. No. My you bride, too. But she, no, they're January. January 10th, though. Max and Morgan are good. They're good. Faith we is, can lop off 10 days. They're yeah, still good. Faith is January 5th. There we're we good. go. We're in business. We're, oh, we're yeah. Good. Okay. So just everything at, like, the 11th and on, you know. Just there we go. Just it, right? lop it off. <laughs> well, we're going to lop this off because we got to get moving. Yeah, there's the cannon there shot. Finally. 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 <laughs> finally got it in. A dual cannon shot. We got the great Jerry Dulac coming up after <laughs> this. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.